Stretch uh, on this Freedom Friday, uh, September 4th, uh, 2020. BigTalkerFM.com, our website. Yael Lasowski with the Consumer Choice Center joins us uh, every Friday just after 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. Broadcasting out of uh, the Charlotte area here this morning. Finally back in America after months and months and months of hunkering down in uh, Vienna, Austria, his second home. Consumer Choice Radio airs Saturdays at 10 o'clock in the morning right here on the Big Talker FM. ConsumerChoiceCenter.org is the global grassroots movement for consumer choice. Yael, it's great to have you back on the program, my friend. Uh, How is everything going? Uh, It's going great, Joe. Unfortunately, I'm not running for county commissioner, uh, but I can say I'm enjoying uh, the Piedmont region here in North Carolina. So all things are well here. I got to tell you, you know, and... uh, through the conversations we just had with the the local home builders association which really they really put this all together we're just uh, providing the platform here and i've been kind of an observer rather than uh, you know an interviewer as i've turned that uh, responsibility over to cameron uh, with the, the builders association for him to kind of ask the questions that uh, he wanted to as part of his segment uh, on the big talker i got to tell you it's funny uh, how each person differs in their approach uh, how some uh, go really go around uh, the questions uh, that you may ask how others uh, hit it head on but then also you know kind of draw out uh, many of the things in which uh, they're discussing Uh, it's uh, a funny thing uh, this thing called government and uh, those who seek elected and public office in our country especially at the local level because you, know, you kind of know you, you know these people you can you know you bump into them uh, you see them around uh, uh, it's a, very much of a different situation of course when you talk about even up in Raleigh and then uh, up at the in the swamp in Washington DC yeah definitely and uh, a lot of your local politicians are going to really uh, decide a lot of stuff that's going to impact you directly you know whether it's taxes or zoning uh, you know i heard some some very uh, pro uh, density and pro-building arguments, which I think is, is great. It's awesome. I think we need a lot more of that. So it's very good to hear that. And look, this is your opportunity. So listeners of The Big Talker, if you want to uh, try to challenge those candidates, uh, this is the station to call in and, and hopefully try to debate or to, to question uh, some of the people running for office and maybe you can get some good information come election day. Yael, I want to make mention as to the song that we brought you in with here this morning. It was from (laughs) an Emmy award-winning Top of the Billboard Charts singer and songwriter. Her name is Joy Villa. We had the opportunity to speak with her yesterday. Doing a little digging around, I found out about some of her beliefs outside of the political realm that I might not necessarily line up with. That being said... Pretty cool to have a rock star on your program that topped the Billboard charts. Not too often in the news talk radio business do you get a chance to talk with uh, you know, a celebrity and an entertainer the way we did yesterday. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah, I mean, you've had uh, obviously a huge week in Wilmington. Looks like you've, you've had a, a good amount of celebrities kind of uh, come by or be in the area. And I, I think that's one thing that unites a lot of us is culture. And I think uh, many of us forget that, especially come election time. Um, just the number of vote-in pamphlets and things that we're getting in the mail and whatever's happening on social media. I think a lot of people are right now fixed on the political moment, but really we're united by culture. We love music. We love song. We love food. These are things that bring us together, and hopefully once all these lockdowns end, we can actually get back to that. We can explore that. We can go back to concerts, go back to restaurants. 
Uh, there's so much beauty out there. And I think that's why I'm really passionate about the work that I do. And I know a lot of your listeners want to get back out there. They want to be able to listen to music in crowds. They want to be able to go to the restaurants because there's a lot of beautiful stuff out there. And, uh, you know, we've, we've been missing it. I'll say that. Uh, there's no question. Uh, I yearn for the days where we're able to uh, congregate here here in downtown Wilmington uh, and uh, you know go to one of those uh, you know concerts and listen to live music. Uh, and uh, that's one of my most uh, favorite things to do. Uh, though don't get out as uh, you know we used to, but uh, anytime we can, uh, those are one of the most uh, f- you know favorite things uh, that uh, we've always uh, done around uh, this town. Given the fact uh, that we live in such a beautiful area and have so many. Uh, unique opportunities to get outdoors and, and uh, you know enjoy that culture that is provided here uh, in this region of the country. That being said, Yael, you of course are published everywhere, and uh, from the Miami Herald to uh, various other popular news publications in our country, uh, you seem to hit the timely topics like uh, no one else does. And uh, this past week. Maybe a lesser-known website to some of our viewers uh, published a piece that you have at EuropeanConservative.com that talks about uh, the perils of revolution. And when we talk about uh, the rioting, the looting that has uh, shaken our country over the last uh, several well, months now, uh, and uh, to bring in some context and to uh, you know look back into you know our nation's history you know of course a, his- a history that is uh, ripe with protest and calling out uh, government for overreach this that and the other a lot of the rioting and looting has nothing to do with that uh, with that said given the chaos that we've seen in the streets across some of our major cities uh, you say in the article that rather than abandoning or erasing our past it is time to forcefully articulate the ideas and principles that have helped build the greatest democratic experiments of the last few centuries in a time where you know most of our school age kids have little to no well knowledge of history in general let alone us history uh, that has been questioned Frankly, time and time again by many of those out in the streets, the ideas and principles that have helped create one of the greatest democratic experiments in the last few centuries of our planet. Talk about the importance of returning to that and getting people out there that are able to articulate why this is one of the greatest experiments that we've ever been a part of. So yeah, when I was crafting this article, the entire premise was to try to explain what's happening to more of a European audience. And obviously, many of the same lessons apply to a domestic audience here in the States. And it really goes to the, the essential point that we know that injustice exists. We understand that. We've all seen the videos of, of some of these shootings that probably should not have happened. Uh, we've seen a lot of, of violence. And really now that we're all on social media, we're all sequestered in our homes, we're all on lockdown, uh, we're kind of submitting to a lot of these algorithms that put some of this stuff in our face constantly. And now we're not talking about our vacations anymore. Everyone is talking about social justice politics and everyone is talking about the issues of the day or this shooting. And it really is changing the way that we're thinking about things. And it's really enabled a lot of radicalism. And I think we can we can discuss injustice and how to fix it, uh, but a lot of the the kind of prescriptions that we've seen thrown out there are actually themselves unjust. Uh, one thing that I've started to notice is that there's a general uh, malaise uh, among a lot of people. You know, people are, are very much afraid to speak their mind. Uh, they self censor. They don't want to lose their jobs. They don't want to have uh, their 
let's say, relationships break down between their family or their coworkers or their bosses. And I think there's there's not much room right now when this is a society that has allowed disagreement and debate to happen when it comes to matters of justice and to law. Uh, specifically, what's happening now is you have a lot of younger age people, uh, usually my age or younger, who have this great revolutionary zeal. They assume they're going to create the next Cuba or Venezuela or Soviet Union. And a lot of these tactics and ideas, you know, have all failed over the last uh, few decades and centuries. And that's nothing to emulate. And that's what we kind of see from a, a lot of these activist types. And, and there are a lot of people who go with very good intentions to speak about injustice and what we can change. But then all of a sudden it comes to abolishing private property. Uh, we're going to commit mass violence. We're going to uh, basically break up this store that is from this immigrant family that just came here 10, 15 years ago. I think that's the destructive nature that most people are not agreeing with. And there might be a silent majority that rises up come Election Day, uh, but this is not just going to end uh, right there on Election Day in November. This is very deep-seated. And what I started to re really realize is that, you know, we're not really getting the same lessons of the past. We're not really understanding that things like free expression, freedom from oppression, freedom of religion, rule of law, I mean, these are the things that undergirth a free society, and it's something that's not being articulated well enough. Um, on the left, obviously, there's a lot of people who are excusing this uh, violence or behavior. NPR had a had an article where they were uh, discussing this book in defense of looting. And then on the right, there's this kind of uh, knee-jerk way of, of owning the libs and, and sort of uh, being okay when someone who might be from a militia might do something. And really, the truth is in the middle. You know, we shouldn't have this kind of disorder in the streets because we should have rule of law. The police should not be pulled back. People should know that we can go to police when there has been some kind of threat against private property or your own self. And that's what we need to go back to. Let's go back to the ideas of liberty and freedom that really made this country an exception on the planet. There's a reason that people emulate what happens in the United States. There's a reason that people love listening to Hollywood and all kinds of artists that come out of the United States. There's a reason that our politics are dominant across the globe, because what happens here is important, and because we're one of the places that has actually been able to hold on to freedom the longest, and we've been able to establish liberty the longest. And just because there's another election, I don't think that means we should throw that all away. And uh, I think that's a message both for those who are rioting in the streets and also for those who uh, might try to go out there and form militias against them. I think that's uh, it's a, it's a break down, it's disorder, it's not what we want, and I, I think everyone in their heart kind of knows that, but we don't really know the next step. Yael Lasowski with us from the Consumer Choice Center. Once again, check out his latest piece at EuropeanConservative.com, The Perils of Revolution, taking a look at uh, the rioting, the looting that has shaken our country, and uh, you know how we should go about our business in, uh, once again, you know, pointing out that there have been great ideas and principles that have got us to a, a, a spot in our history where there are just so many opportunities out there for so many different people, no matter where you come from, what you look like, that uh, those types of things are available out there should you seek it rather than get engaged in all of this uh, 
you know, rage and uh, chaos that we see kind of unfolding day to day in the streets of a lot of our cities. Buildings, businesses, you know, torched and livelihoods getting turned upside down. You know, for what uh, ultimately, you know, what is meant to be accomplished there? And as uh, Yale pointed out, you know, well, some people have a very different view as to uh, how they see uh, this country moving forward. Uh, Yael, with that being said, among some of the other you know topics that we've covered, you mentioned it at the top of the program, uh, President Trump was in our area uh, just uh, this week, and uh, it was to mark, of course, an occasion that uh, you know, well, again, has been maybe lost in the the timeline over history because of the distance of time that has gone between now and the. Uh, end of World War II, not many people around, or at least to be able to tell the stories of the axis of evil and how uh, this country came together uh, to help defeat that uh, on the other side of the the pond and the world. Uh, with that being said, President Trump in Wilmington, you know, he does this uh, recognition ceremony, uh, but uh, to see a few thousand people out on the tarmac, uh, lines of uh, people along the streets uh, welcoming his motorcade to, to the port city, and with this being New Hanover County, a very important county, albeit because it's basically split in half when it comes to the number of Republican-affiliated voters, the number of Democrat-affiliated voters, and the unaffiliated independent vote, which will ultimately sway this county. And eyes on here to maybe you know direct as to where the state goes in North Carolina as one of those battleground states. No doubt. You know, to pay tribute to the city and its efforts uh, during World War II, uh, but also, you know, a, a bit of a stop and go type uh, touch and go situation because you know he's trying to stir up the base here and get that support for the Wilmington area, particularly here in New Hanover County. Yeah, and I, and obviously there's a good amount on social media that's gone out about this. I think what's so interesting is you know I've I've lived in another swing state during election. I lived in Florida. Uh, during the 2012 election, I was report, uh, reporting on it, you know, going to the RNC and covering Romney and Obama. And they were in town almost every other week. Uh, you know, you could always go to a, a Romney or an Obama rally back then. And I think North Carolina is going to be just as important. Uh, one thing I've noticed uh, being at my family's home here is that I guess because my, my family's in the suburbs, uh, we are target voters uh, so every type of mailer has ar arrived at the house, and it's micro-targeted. It's insane how much uh, the, the kind of political forces, and whether it be the North Carolina Republicans or the Democratic parties, uh, they've, they've got their stuff together because they're, they're really targeting a lot of homes with different messages depending on the day, uh, depending on you know different images. All of a sudden, there's a card that comes in with the squad and AOC and the radical left. Then there's one about the right, and it's all about uh, drug prices. Uh, it's, it's crazy to be right in the middle. I think uh, North Carolinians uh, would do the entire country a favor if they actually looked at the issues and the politicians and decided to go with uh, whatever they wanted to. Again, there are many choices out there, uh, but I think it's a perfect time for North Carolina to shine and to show the rest of the country that this is a state of the future. And uh, Wilmington itself, not just a World War II memorial city, but hopefully a uh, memorial city for the future as well. I see great things coming for Wilmington. Yael Lasowski with us uh, from the Consumer Choice Center. Yael, let me ask you before I let you go. Obviously, as you mentioned, North Carolina, one of those key swing states. You're starting to get some polling and survey numbers with early voting, you know, just a couple of weeks away. Uh, you see you know, Joe Biden up in a place like uh, Arizona, a, a place where uh, you and I have a few colleagues that do the polling and the surveying of, of those voters. Uh, but then, you know, you see while 
you know, the president may be sliding in a place like Arizona, you see him gaining ground in other states such as Wisconsin and Minnesota, for instance, uh, that uh, you know he missed out on by like a point and a half. Uh, in 2016 so you know when we look at the electoral map uh, how does that uh, kind of shake out and what you're seeing right now still with some time to go obviously before the election day yeah and i think we're, we're september now we always got to look out for the october surprise uh, i think it's it's definitely going to be a game changer in terms of the the mail-in ballots and voting and what we kind of see is is now it's an assumption that uh, Trump might win on election night, but then the mail-in ballots are going to change it. I think it's dangerous to kind of peddle in these because then it puts a lot of expectations in people's hands. It also makes people very complacent, and it makes people think their vote doesn't matter. And I, I don't think that's the right message that a lot of uh, a lot of news organizations have been making and a lot of pundits. Uh, but definitely polls are tightening up everywhere. Uh, definitely on, on media, if you turn on your television, you're going to see an entire carnival of ads about everything in the world. Uh, definitely we've seen a good amount here in North Carolina. But it's going to continue. And I think uh, there's a lot of great issues that people are able to debate. And hopefully we can get some clarity but, uh, yeah, it's, it's not going to be a pretty day come Election Day. Uh, hopefully it'll be uh, short and simple. I don't think it will be. But uh, regardless, I uh, believe a lot in my country. I believe in our ability to, our ability to move forward. So I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with what will happen, hopefully, with Election Day. And uh, I think we're on a good path. Yael Lasowski from the Consumer Choice Center, Yael, and his colleague Dave Clement will be on the air tomorrow, 10 o'clock in the morning, as part of our local lineup with the Consumer Choice Radio Show. For more information on what they do as the global grassroots movement for Consumer Choice, log on to their website at consumerchoicecenter.org. Yael, it's always a pleasure to catch up with you. We'll do it again next week. All right. Talk soon, Joe. Bye. Yael Lasowski, once again, from the Consumer Choice Center. Broadcasting out of the Charlotte area here today. That'll do it for another week in the books with early voting on the horizon, a trip by a sitting president to the Wilmington area, wrapping up an interesting week here in southeastern North Carolina. We've got off on Monday, so we'll talk to you Tuesday. Have a great Labor Day weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy. Tuesday morning, 7 to 10, right here on the Big Talker FM.